In the Word on the Go is brought to you by New Growth Press, the publisher helping every person grow closer to Christ. Before we get started today, I want to take a moment to introduce you to a brand new book called Radically Different. This 13-week study aims to help middle schoolers and young teens view life and especially relationships from a Christian worldview. Each week explores new relationships through the lenses of creation, fall, and redemption. Find your next read to encourage you in your faith and learn more about new releases at newgrowthpress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm welcoming Elise Fitzpatrick. Elise is a certified biblical counselor and a frequent retreat and conference speaker. She's authored more than 20 books on daily living and the Christian life, including recently a 31-day devotional released by PNR dealing with the issue of doubt. I recommend it. Elise is married. They have three kids and six grandkids. Elise, welcome to In the Word on the Go. Thanks so much. I'm so glad to be here. I'm thrilled to have you. What verse do you have to share today? I'd like to share Jude. Verses 24 and 25. And I'll read that for us now. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. So let's get a little orientation to these verses here. So first of all, you didn't give us a chapter, and that's because Jude is such a short book that it doesn't have it has only one chapter. So we're just going to go straight to verses. But help us understand like what kind of verses these are. It sounded like a prayer. What is this that you just read? Yeah, that's this is what's most commonly called a doxology. So you know, uh, it would be something that we could use if you're in a church. Uh, You give a benediction at the end of a service. This would Mm -hmm. be a verse that we could use in that way. Basically, it's just the concluding praise of God for what he has done and what our hope is, even in the midst of the very dark things that Jude talks about uh, in in his little chapter here. Well, I want to get back to that context, but right now, what's the context with you? So why did you pick these verses as some of your favorites? Uh, These verses came to me. I was not raised in a Christian home, and so uh, I actually lived a pretty radically debauched life right until my 21st birthday. And so when I came to Christ, I wasn't at all sure that (laughs) I wasn't going to be disqualified because Hmm. my life had been such a train wreck. And so when I first started reading the Bible, uh, this verse, these verses came to me and basically said to me, God was able to keep me. Hmm. And that's what I needed to know. And it's actually quite honestly what I've needed to know my whole life, that God is able to keep me, even though I'm not the sort of person always that I wish I was. When we're not faithful, he remains faithful. 
Amen. So set the context for us. I'm going to read these verses again, but before I do that, what do we need to know kind of as a running start? So what we need to know uh, as a running start is there is a problem in the church that Jude is writing to. And the problem is that there are false teachers who have come in and basically said that uh, a person, because of God's grace, a person can live any sort of licentious life um, that they choose to live and that it doesn't matter at all. Hmm. And Jude just hammers this. You know, he, he talks about these people they uh, rely on their dreams, they defile the flesh, they reject authority, they blaspheme glorious, the glorious ones. They are, they are people that basically walk in the way of Cain. I mean, <laughs> the, he calls them hidden reefs and shepherds feeding themselves, waterless clouds swept along by winds. I mean, you know, he goes, he goes on and on and on. And these are not compliments. No, no. <laughs> what he's doing is he's really hammering these people who have basically said that because of God's grace, people can live any way they want. And so then on the other hand, though, he wants to come back around and say, although all of what I've said is true, you don't have to rely on yourself. So seek to give glory to God. Seek to give him glory, majesty, dominion, and authority. See those things, and yet God will keep you. That is a wonderful introduction. So let's dive back in. This is Jude chapter 1, verses 24 through 25. I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible. Here's what Jude says. Now to him who is able to protect you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory without blemish and with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, power, and authority before all time, now and forever. Amen. So there's a lot in these verses. So if you had some of your grandchildren with you, the six grandkids that you mentioned earlier, and you're explaining it to them, let's say they're in fifth grade, some of them, what would you say? How would you explain these verses? I would say to them, first of all, that their standing before God is in God's hands. Hmm. So I would say, you know, honey, I'm sure that you have days when you don't do what you're supposed to do, and you know you're not doing what you're supposed to do, but God is going to keep you from falling away from him. He will keep you in his hands, and he will present you not only as a person who can stand before him, but a person who is blameless before him. That means that he's not going to be angry with you. And because of that, you can live your life giving glory to him. So if someone said, that sounds good, but if we start saying that God's the one who keeps us and protects us, doesn't that open the door for people just to live however they want? Obviously, that's not true, but why is that not true? Yeah, it's not true, first of all, because this is the true message of the Bible. So the true message of Scripture is God has to be in charge of our salvation or we're all lost. Hmm. Because, you see, I can say to a child, God will hold on to you, honey. And how they respond to that doesn't change my message. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they may say, okay, well, if God's going to hold on to me, then I can do whatever I want. At which point, 
you know, if they said that enough times, I would probably say, are you sure that you love God? Are you sure that you're his? But if you've actually made a credible profession of faith, then you can rest in the reality that God is going to hold you and keep you. That's right. The value of our faith is not the strength of our faith. It's Mm. the object of our faith. Amen. Amen. He's the one that holds us. He saves us. This is a great reminder. What do these verses teach us about what God is like? (laughs) Yes. So he's powerful. You know, it's interesting because at the very end of them, you know, Jude says to God be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority. Hmm. You know, those words there, you know, God gets the credit. God uh, is beautiful, you know, majesty. He's beautiful. Uh, He's in charge, the dominion. He's in charge. It's all his jurisdiction. Hmm. And he has authority. He has power. And so when you look at those things, you can say, what is God like? Well, God is glorious and majestic. He holds all power and authority, and he's gracious, and he knows us. Hmm. He understands us. And, you know, we can jump back to Romans 5, where Paul says in three different ways, while we were sinners, while we were weak, while we were ungodly, Christ died for us. It has been so good to have you on the podcast today, and I'm so thankful that you went to these verses. These are some of my favorite as well. Would you take a moment and pray these verses for all of us today? Heavenly Father, thank you that you are the one who is able to keep us. Thank you that you tell us that and that we know we're not the ones that keep ourselves. So you're the one that is able to keep us from stumbling, and you are the one who has promised to present us blameless, and that 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 day will not be a day of shame for us, but will be a day of great joy. Thank you for that. So Lord, in our lives, as we rely on you, we pray that you would be glorified and that we would make people know how beautiful and powerful and authoritative you are forever. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.